Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose. This is TMA with Nick Hamilton. Wake your goat mouth ass up. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what this is coming down through the audience. What look like he just came out of the basement. TMA with Nick Hamilton. You know what I'm saying? Thank you because, because now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be on this planet. Hope everybody had a great weekend and a great start to the brand new week. A whole lot to talk about on this episode as we are live from Los Angeles during MLB All-Star Week and Weekend. Hey, let me tell you something. I've had a blast so far. I'll get into that momentarily. But first and foremost, what I need you to do is go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA, as well as on Twitter at Nick Hamilton 213. And before I go even further, I would be remiss if I didn't bring in the other man of the hour, the producer extraordinaire, engineer to the stars, Jake Warner, a.k.a. Big Brother Jake. What's going on, man? What's good with it, Nick? What's good with it, bro? I see you out there, man, all over the city again. Do you sleep? Do you ever sleep, bro? <laughs> I thought my hey, sleep man. was bad. You're everywhere. I'm trying to have a key to the city. <laughs> you, you're going to earn it. You're everywhere, and I'm never there. So, I mean, look at you, man. You you have been putting in work the last few weeks, bro, all over the city, man. Thank you, man. You yeah, I've, been, I've, been, I've been racking up my frequent flyer miles. I see. <laughs> Chicago, Los Angeles, man. You everywhere, bro. Man, I'm trying to be like Visa everywhere you want to be. <laughs> That's what's up. I ain't mad at that, man. Absolutely. We got we got a, definitely a great show coming up. We have some very special guests. Oh, yeah. The two gentlemen from Earn Your Leisure, Rashad Bilal, Troy Millings. Man, they have a great podcast, great network, great show. So we'll get into some issues uh, concerning the financial aspect of what's going on. Um, and they have a very, very special uh, event coming up in August down in Atlanta, GA. So we'll talk about that and much more. But first and foremost, you know what time it is. If it's going on in the world of sports and entertainment, you know Nick Hamilton is going to speak on it. It's time to get it popping. All right. So as I mentioned, there's a lot going on. LeBron James played in the Drew League for the first time in a decade. I mean, the Drew League was packed out. If you saw any of the footage, if you watched any of it on television, LeBron James finished with, what was it, 42 points, 15 rebounds, four steals. He had a pretty he had a pretty awesome game. Obviously, he had DeMar DeRozan on his team. Casper Ware, former Long Beach State star, uh, was also on the team. And they barely won. That was the crazy part about it. Like, they barely won. But everybody who was anybody was packed in that place like sardines to watch King James perform and watch him play ball. Let me tell you something. The King still got it. I don't know what anybody else was thinking, but the King still has it for sure. And let me, and, and did you see his, did you see the new kicks, the new LeBron's? Oh man. Those, yeah. Yeah. He Those were pretty tight, man. Yeah. Those are kind of fly. Kind of reminiscent of the old, old school Kobe's. Yeah. Uh, the ones that, yeah, they kind of reminded you of those. So I said, man, if they ever drop those, I'm definitely going to have to cop me a pair. I but think you and Cameron will both uh, cop a pair of those, bro. <laughs> hey, man, those are fresh, man. They those, are. those kicks are, 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 those are right. And they look, they don't look bulky. They look pretty comfortable because he was moving uh, pretty well out there on that oh, yeah. floor. Oh, yeah. Look like the LeBron of old, man. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens this season. He's going into season twenty, so we'll have we'll see what happens as they, as the Lakers will continue to make some type of moves uh, moving forward to to pretty much adjust that team. I think pretty much they're stuck with Russ. Uh, I don't see the Kyrie trade happening at all. Like, again, I could be wrong, but I just don't see it happening. I think they're stuck with Russ. I think maybe they may try to pull off a Buddy Hill move or Eric Gordon type of move, right? Um, as all the the reports have indicated. But I don't see them getting Kyrie just, just as much as I don't see Kevin Durant leaving Brooklyn right now. I think both of them uh, could be in a Brooklyn uniform come opening night. Right. It's not a way the ball bounces sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of Los Angeles, we are during the All-Star game is tonight. We had a very entertaining home run derby on Monday night. Uh, the fans got a chance to see Albert Pujols, who was in his final year of playing baseball. I mean, Albert Pujols is going to go down arguably as one of the greatest baseball players we've seen uh, with all the accomplishments that he's had, the multiple championships coming out here to the Angels, kind of pretty, pretty much giving the Angels a shot in the arm that they needed uh, when he arrived. It didn't quite work out the way that they intended it to work out as far as trying to win championships or even compete for championships. But Albert Pujols was still larger than life. He did a lot of things in the community while he was out here. Um, so he went back home uh, to the team that drafted him, which was Saint, the St. Louis Cardinals, and this is his final year. So it was great to see the crowd gave him a lot of respect. Obviously, he, he played uh, some time here with the Dodgers. It was really impactful in that locker room. So it was great to see him out there. I wasn't a fan of him being chosen to be on the all-star team because I felt like they took a spot away from somebody who was more deserving. I think if you would have added maybe another player to each roster and said, hey, this is the legendary player of the roster, this is the honorary legendary player of the roster, I wouldn't have had a problem with that. But the fact that you're taking a spot away from somebody like a Will Smith who continued to get snubbed, uh, who had a, who, who's had a, a, a great first half of the season, oh, yeah. that's the problem I have. Uh, with that but you know props to that tonight is the MLB all-star game the National League versus the American League um, and Mike Trout has pulled out of the all-star game due to back spasms that's something that he's been dealing with the last several games with the Angels that did not allow him to participate in those final games of the first half of the season he told he said quote it's a little concerning but I'm staying positive it's just frustrating I don't know what really sparked it I've taken a lot of swings over the past three weeks I can't really pinpoint it. It is what it is, end quote. Uh, so Trout is going to is, is replaced by uh, the Mariners' first baseman, Ty France, who's also a Southern California native from West Covina. Uh, so he's going to fill in that spot uh, for Mike Trout. So it, it'd, be, it'd be an interesting All-Star game tonight. But let me tell you something about Major League Baseball in this All-Star game. Um, the uh, My man, Bad Bunny, knows how to pack a crowd <laughs> he knows how to gauge the crowd he knows how to move a crowd and that was my first time seeing bad bunny in person right and every time his face was shown or he came up to the batter's box the crowd went bananas and that crowd and that was a very sizable crowd oh yeah for a celebrity all-star softball game that i've seen in a long time and there was a lot of there was a lot of heavy hitters i mean you had quavo from the migos mm-hmm you had Jesus and Mero, uh, Showtime's number one late night show. Yes. Had a chance to talk to them. Um, you had CC Sabathia, former MLB uh, World Series champion, former pitcher. Uh, you had Hunter Pence, who the Dodger fans gave hell to because they never <laughs> forgot that he he played for the hated ones known as the San Francisco Giants. Oh yeah, and they let him hear it. 
all throughout the stadium. So that was kind of funny. I think Hunter Pence got a kick out of that too. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I think the funny part about all of this is the fact that this is where I feel like MLB dropped the fly ball when it came to the entertainment side. I think they did a really good job with everything else. But on the entertainment side, first of all, the concert. Now, they had a concert after the on Saturday night after the, the Celebrity All-Star game, after the Futures, you know, and the Futures game, which I thought was incredible. And I have to give Major League Baseball a lot of credit for the Futures game. I thought it was incredibly brilliant of them to have the MLB draft the following day in Los Angeles where fans can attend. And that was only the second time that fans were allowed to attend the MLB draft. And what better place to have it than in Los Angeles doing MLB All-Star weekend? So I thought it was very brilliant of MLB to put that together. There were about, I think there was about, uh, there were many, many uh, prospects that were Black American baseball players. So mm. that was, I was glad to see that, um, which was really good. Um, but the concert, now no disrespect to Becky G. I think Becky G is a good artist. Um, I know she has won some awards. And yeah. the thing about it is this, right? I know Becky G is from here. She's, She's from, from Inglewood. Southern California. She's from Inglewood. Yep. Yep. Inglewood, up to no good. Yes, sir. Um, I know she's won an American Music Award for favorite Latin female artist two years in a row. Um, she's the, People's, the E People's Choice Award winner for Latin artist of 2020. But I'm sorry, that's not going to be a headliner to me. If you're in Southern California, you're L.A., you're coming off the heels of what arguably one of the greatest Super Bowl halftime show performances that we have seen. Absolutely. Definitely top five. Oh, yeah. And most recently, they just got nominated for five Emmy yes, Awards for the Super Bowl halftime show. Congratulations to Dr. Dre and Snoop, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, 50 Cent, everybody that participated, Jesse Collins Productions, Rock Nation, the NFL. Congratulations to them. That was arguably one of the best halftime shows we've seen, right? In Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium just months ago. It wasn't even that long ago. It seems like it, but it really wasn't. It was in February. You're Major League Baseball. You're coming to Los Angeles, a multicultural, mostly, multiple, excuse me, diverse city. Latino, black, white, Asian, Pacific Islander, straight, gay, you name it. We have it in Los Angeles. That's what makes this city so great. Your headliner is Becky G. So you mean to tell me you couldn't call Kendrick Lamar? You couldn't call Ice Cube? I mean, hell, when NASCAR was out here, who did they get for their performance? Ice Cube <laughs> and Pitbull. Yes. Right? Which was brilliant of the NASCAR to do that. Of course. I thought was. that was yeah. the most brilliant move because you get you get the Latino market and you get the black market, mm -hmm. right? And then everybody else that su obviously support Ice Cube. I mean, obviously, I know Ice Cube has fans that are wide, worldwide and, 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 you know, broad and everything like that. You come to Los Angeles, and again, no disrespect to Becky G at all. I think Becky G should have performed. I just don't think she was a headliner. Somebody couldn't get top on the phone? You couldn't call Top Dog and say, hey, can you bring Kendrick and, like, the TDE All-Stars? Right. You could get J-Rock to perform win, which is a hit, which, excuse me, Grammy award-winning J-Rock. 
Let me give that man his respect. Right. And that song's put in every arena, every basketball game, every football Dude, game. People get up for that. Yes, that's an anthem. That's an anthem. Win. <laughs> win, 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 win. There's two different versions of win. That's how good it is. Yes. <laughs> right? You couldn't get Schoolboy Q, Absol, Scissor, you know, Isaiah Rashad, Reason, Sir, Kendrick. I mean, come on. You could have got kids. You could say, look, man, just give us 20 minutes. That's it. Just close out the show. Just give us 20 minutes. We know you on tour. You just dropped a brand new, fresh album. Just give us 20 minutes. Hell, the game was available, wasn't he? I mean, he was completely. Against- exactly. You couldn't get game? <laughs> you know, like, he's the free. game is LA. He's free. <laughs> Not only that, he has, a, he has a new album he's about to drop yes. in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so it'll that's be great. great promotion yeah. for game. And it's great promotion for Major League. Like I said, you could have Becky G open. Again, I'm not saying keep Becky G off the off the bill. Right. I'm just saying, hey, have her open. It's cool. You know, Becky G is talented. It's cool. But not as a headliner. No. They dropped the fly ball. Baseball's good at that. So I'm just like, come on, man. This is the this is the best you're gonna give. That's my only gripe about MLB All-Star Weekend. Other than that, I thought everything was great. I thought everything played out the way it was supposed to. I think the fans were thoroughly entertained. I think they did a good job bringing it, the awareness. I mean, they had stuff at the convention center. If you had a chance to go to the convention center where they had play ballpark on the inside and outside, mm-hmm. um, you missed out because I thought they did a really, really good job. Uh, they had exhibits there. They had the the former old school players. They had the history of the Negro Leagues. Yeah. Shout out to Bob Kendrick, who's the president of the Negro League Baseball Museum, who actually recorded his podcast at the convention center live one day, I think it was on Saturday or oh, Sunday, nice. where he recorded that and pretty much had allowed a pretty much a live audience to witness, you know, the great the great information that he disseminates week in and week out with uh, his with his, his his Negro League baseball podcast uh, that he does. I mean, like I say, he's done a great job and he's done a, 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 and I think to me, I don't think he gets his flowers enough. Uh, so shout out to Bob Kendrick. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to go visit the Negro League Baseball Museum that's located in Kansas City, Missouri, make sure you take time out and go check it out because there's a lot of history there, especially now that MLB has allowed the records of the Negro League players to be instituted into their record books. So I thought it was great. Um, they had a lot of they had a lot of exhibits. And real quick before I go, your man Russell Westbrook and his agent got a divorce. <laughs> you actually said and- Westbrook. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know, right? I, I, that's how good I'm feeling right now. I that baseball see, is I, I don't have to hear about Westbrook every 15 <laughs> seconds, right? It's annoying as hell. And I get called a Laker hater. And just the fact that I'm just speaking the truth and I just don't, I'm not a myopic that lathers, it, lathers the Lakers up and ball washes them every 15 seconds. But <laughs> I will say this. It's interesting that the fact that I think both guys can, can be right at different times. I think his agent understands the climate in which Russell Westbrook is currently in. Meaning if you keep bouncing from teams, it makes you look bad. Westbrook is like, look, I want out of here. They don't want me here. I want out of here. I want to go to a team that actually wants me to be there. So I think both guys can be right at different times. I just think they went about it the wrong way. You don't make it that public when you're having a divorce. I think you could have gone about it silently I think it just could have went up, went about it a different way, where both guys could still come out looking pre- pretty pretty well on top. 
So that's my two cents on that. I uh, I think Westbrook. I, I think you know Russ is going to be stuck here, um, and so I, I think the Lakers are going to have to figure out a way. Maybe he gets traded at the trade deadline later on in the season because obviously it's less salary that a, a team has to pay, especially on an expiring contract of his. But it's just a big mess, man. And and Westbrook has created this for himself. Simple and plain. All right, y'all, coming up on the other side of the break, we have two special guests that I mentioned earlier from the Earn Your Leisure podcast, one of the hottest podcasts in the digital space. Rashad Bilal, Troy Millings gives us a game and breaks a lot of issues down. And also, who are they on the verge of talking to next on their podcast? As you know, they get any and everybody on their great show. You're checking out TMA with Nick Hamilton here on Sirius XM, Slam Radio 145. Keep it locked. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home. Privacy of your own home. Watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, Estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. 
So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 1249, iHeart Latino. Yeah, welcome back to Cheetah Bay with Nick Hamilton, you know, Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Hey, Jake, man, you got to keep that song bumping, man. That's that's hardcore. Boy. Let's rap. Yes, back to hip-hop. Shout hip -hop. out to Remy Ma. Love Yeah, it. shout out to Remy Ma Rhapsody. Oh. Shout out to DJ Premier on that yes. one. But definitely got to give our next guest their proper due. Uh, they are two of the hottest guys in the digital space. They are Earn Your Leisure. Rashad Bilal, Troy Millings. I had an opportunity to speak with them on a variety of topics. So let's get right into it. How did the Earn Your Leisure podcast come together? And why did you feel like this was a time to bring this type of information to disseminate to our communities about financial literacy, about building generational wealth, and just educating us on finances as a whole? Yeah, I mean, it kind of started uh, in the classroom. Uh, we, I was doing a summer program where kids are going to get paid um, based on the internships that they performed at. And so if they performed in the classroom, they performed at the internships, they were going to get uh, $500 for the entire summer. And so it was their first time coming to contact. They were 14 years old. They had really had no other job opportunities. They were too, you know, too young to actually get a job and they had aged out of camp experiences. And so their first time in contact with money, we wanted to teach them about it. And so at the time, you know, Rashad was starting his financial advising career. I was like, look, I, I want you to come in and teach financial literacy because, you know, kids don't know anything to do with money. They're going to spend it. And so mm -hmm. we wanted to break that cycle. And so it started in the classroom. We would come in, teach every Monday. Um, and then that just started picking up speed. And then he had the great idea to say, look, we should start recording some of these classroom sessions. It's really good. You know, social media have been picking up um, a great friend of ours was, you know, becoming very Instagram famous. Shout out to Valencia. And um, he was like, look, I got an idea. Let's tape these classrooms and let's put it on social media. And it kind of went crazy from there. Man, that's fantastic. I, I know I, I got a hold of you guys and I will admit this. I was actually surfing through YouTube one day and I saw, first of all, I saw two brothers on here talking about finances. So they immediately that, that drew me in as far as saying, okay, what are they talking about? What is this about finances? And, you know, as we know, growing up and, and our parents did the best that they could as far as what they knew, but it still wasn't enough for us to really understand banking, understanding, you know, the, the importance of credit, uh, mortgages, how to obtain a mortgage. And that's something that you all seem to, to, to really emphasize, especially uh, in, in, in the black community and communities of color. Um, what is it about Earn Your Leisure that separates you all from the from the pack? Because I see a lot of I started to see a lot more people talking about, OK, credit, about financial literacy. But you guys seem to have honed a, a niche as far as impacting our community 
um, and really getting the, the, the understanding of, and people really su- uh, succeeding by listening to your information, whether it's you guys talking about it or you interviewing someone in those particular fields. I think it's just the originality and, um, you know, us putting our own spin on it where it's not pushy. It's not like, you know, being a salesman. It's not corny. It's just, you know, just just the information in a language that people can understand and something that I think people weren't really used to the delivery is either, you know, over their head or like I said, it's like real, like kind of gimmicky. And I think, um, you know, when they saw us, everything, you know, how we present ourselves, how we talk to the core, everything, it was just very, um, you know, down to earth, like barbershop conversation. It wasn't like we were trying to sell you a lifestyle and, you know, get you to kind of buy into who we were as people. We just, you know, just presented the information and just presented ourselves in a way that, you know, was just true and honest. And there was a lot of transparency. So I think that that's something that, you know, has been kind of our blueprint from day one and what people have really liked about us and as helped us to get to where we are now people just kind of championed the uh authenticity of it they kind of saw it and appreciated it now you guys have have interviewed some incredible guests over the course of of your time you guys having the show i know you guys are out in public we saw you a while back at bet weekend you guys were you guys were sharp as a chilling on juneteenth i got it (laughs) Uh, but just getting the reception from the people because obviously that's what you your audience is is just reaching out to the people but what what has been the, the reception of the people man and have you been surprised or even just taken aback at how much the people really ingratiate what you all are disseminating out there as far as the information and even this the even the interviews as well no nah, it's been good um you know it's extremely humbling everywhere we go people will stop us and they, they talk about you know this helped me and i learned this i started investing i started airbnb i started a trucking company so you know it's just dope to actually be able to have some level of impact in people's lives for positivity and to you know give them not only encouragement but also put money in their pockets so whenever you can actually help somebody's economic situation they're always going to be you know grateful so it's been it's been it's been dope bro like everywhere we go from you know just being at a basketball game on the street to being in a college campus to being you know with executives all across the board you know people from all areas of life all walks of life all races all religions everybody you know has just shown us love even even in different countries like you know we went to nigeria we went to jamaica and we got love out there so it's just dope to just you know have that level of impact um, for positivity, because, you know, there's a lot of negative things out there and there's a lot of, you know, shock jock and people do things just to get some some clout. Um, but it's just, it just feels good when you just when you don't have to do that, when you can just do something that is just, you know, plain Jane um, and not have to compromise your integrity or your morals and still get that same level of respect. So, you know, it, it's been very humbling and it's uh, something that definitely keeps us going for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely say it's the fuel that keeps us going, but it shows how much this information has been needed. So this moment is so pivotal and we understand it. So yeah, humbling is the word, um, but it's energizing too. It's like, oh, there's so much further we can go with it, right? There's so many places that we can go and so much information we can provide. And we, we understand the responsibility and we take it on every day. Like, all right, well today we, you know, they don't know us, so we gotta work harder. We just gotta keep going. Because it's not just our community, but it's really a, a world that really needs mm-hmm. information, right? Because financial literacy is something that everybody needs to know. So it's humbling, and, and it definitely is a fuel that, that keeps us going every day. Now, one thing I have to say, man, you guys have been friends for a, a very long time. Uh, it, it seems like more than just a friendship, more like a brotherhood. But how do you guys balance the friendship and the business side and not let the, inter- to, let the two intertwine to the point where it affects one over the other? Uh 
I don't know, just just kind of how we we are, man. Like we we've been friends longer than we've been um, business partners, and we've had businesses that haven't worked before. But like you said, it's rooted in brotherhood first. And so, obviously, you know, every day we're doing business, but every day I'm checking in, or we, he's checking in, like, how you doing? How's the fam doing? Are you good? Like outside all this, how you doing? And that's important, right? Because there's only a few people that can understand what this experience is like, like, and that's gonna be me and him because we have to go through it every day and we have to be in the face of it every day. And so we have that common bond outside of the brotherhood. So I know if I got a problem, there's an issue, he gonna understand it because he's probably facing something very similar. Um, and then it's, it's just putting things, egos to the side, right? Like I know he's great at things. He knows that I'm great at things. I don't interfere with his greatness and he kind of just trusts me to not interfere with my greatness. And so he gets to shine and I get to shine. So it's, it's, it's kind of works out pretty well. Now you mentioned that you had some other businesses that didn't work out. How did you, how were you, you all able to propel past those things? Because it can be devastating. You put everything into a business. It doesn't work for whatever reason. How did you have the fortitude to, to continue on and to ch keep trying different things until you guys have arrived with earn your leisure? Um, I think it's just a matter of, you know, looking at it like, um, not really a failure, but just a learning lesson. And when you, when you realize like, you know, that for me, at least it was always business, never really had a job. So I always looked at it like, you know, really, then there's no fallback plan. You just got to just try to figure it out until you until you get something that works. So, you know, starting businesses and, and, you know, learning was just always something that just came natural. It wasn't something I looked at like, damn, this didn't work out. I got to because there's nothing else to do. It's just go back to a different business for me. So I always looked at it like, you know, um, anything that we do if it doesn't work out it's a learning experience and then we just try again next time it's not like we're actually trying to hit a home run it's mm -hmm. just like you know you just see okay this 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 something that we interested in right now it's, it has some potential let's see let's see what happens sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work but that's life in general so i feel like you know people get caught up in things that you know when it doesn't go and they and they uh let themselves get into you know a deep out of like you know depression and they they feel like they they let themselves down and different things of that nature but that's not that's not really the best way to go about it the best way to go about it is just give it your all try your best and um just see what happens and then if it doesn't work out then just try again absolutely you guys have done an excellent job of pushing the culture forward but i want to ask you all specifically how important is black media and also how important is it to, for black creatives to have a space in order for them to to bring certain issues to light and be able to have that that creative space to do to do so and i think it's very important you know that's when we started it was a it was a podcast but now it's a media company and media is probably the most important thing in the world to be able to control your narrative and if you think about it like you know that's we talking about propaganda from america from russia all of that is done through through media so um you know people don't people don't really fully appreciate the value of media even elon musk you know trying to buy twitter that's a media play like you know to be able to have control over the, one of the most powerful social media sites it's called social media for a reason because it's a form of media and right now it's the most powerful form of media so i feel like you know for too for too long we we, we have not had the outlets to tell our stories and we always try to have to pitch our stories to outlets and try to convince them it's a good idea and you know go off of their budgets and let them kind of dictate the stories have a we have they feel is is good to be dictated so now it's like for us we have a platform we have a company we have an outlet and we could do whatever we want we don't have to ask permission we don't have to you know try to convince anybody that it's a good idea we don't have to try to convince anybody to open up a budget for us 
we get to put out content and it gives us a, it gives us a lot of leverage and it gives us an opportunity to spread our narrative all over the world so now it's like people in the uk people in africa people in the caribbean they get to see our side of the story as opposed to just seeing one side of the coin of sports and entertainment and negativity they get to see positive oh it's entrepreneurs out there in baltimore and chicago it's real estate investors in texas it's, you know it's like they probably would have never even imagined that mm -hmm. from the other media outlets that was giving them information all they saw was just negativity so now they get to see you know black americans actually doing something productive and positive and it gives them hope it gives them inspiration and now we get to you know highlight them so we went to london and we highlighted entrepreneurs in london and you know we go different places we get to highlight entrepreneurs in different parts of the world so now it just be, kind of becomes like a domino effect so media i think is extremely important it's very important for us to support our media outlets um and it's very important for us to you know tell our stories the right way indeed now you guys talked about going from a podcast to a media company you got like i said before unselfishly you've you've been able to bring out other uh, opportunities for other folks that are working with you 19 keys wall street trapper talk to me about those two individuals and how did you come upon those two individuals and why did you feel like this was the opportunity for you all to display them and allow them their their lane to be able to to put their information out and reach reach out to the people as well yeah, I think from day one, it's never been about us, right? Like, it's never been the Troy and Rashad show. It's about highlighting people that have brilliance in other avenues. And we all know that if, if we come together, we're going to be, we're going to go a lot further. And so 19 Keys is one of those people, we, you know, the greatest thought leader of our time. And when we heard that, I'm like, yeah, he is because he says he is. And if you listen to him talk, you have to agree. Wall Street Trapper, the same thing. We saw something special, right? Like nobody was talking about stocks in the way that he has. And was like, all right, this is special, right? Let, let's highlight him. Let's get his expertise because we're very humble in saying like, yeah, we know some of these things, but we don't know everything. And so there was no outlets for entrepreneurs, like we said earlier, to have their voice and have their stories told. And so like when people hear him, they're more likely to say like, He's more relatable. His story is similar to mine. Whereas all we ever saw was athletes being highlighted or entertainers being highlighted. Now you got a guy who looks like he comes from your neighborhood, sounds like he's coming from your neighborhood, and he's doing something that can actually change your life. And so we've done that plenty of times. And, you know, Ian Dunlap is another one of those guys. We have a show with him on Market Mondays. It's never been about us. It's about highlighting our community because we go further together. And as soon as somebody, we realize somebody has a greatness in, or expertise in a space, and they come up from a, a community that looks like ours, even south of Chicago, mobile homes, right? Like, a couple that lived in the inner city that was doing something that wasn't traditional to our community. Um, so anytime we get to highlight people like that, tell a story, not only does it give information to people, but it encourages people to say like, oh, I could do it. They're from where I'm from. Yeah, definitely. Now I want to get into this because I would be remiss if I did now, you know, the spring and the summertime is always for concerts, festivals, things of that nature. But you two have brought something even more incredible to the landscape as far as the invest fest now i gotta say fellas this is something that's gonna be incredible i'm trying to buy my ticket now to get down there because i'm not gonna i don't want to miss out i mean you guys are bringing steve harvey rick ross charlamagne the god obviously you mentioned 19 keys wall street trapper you got miss diddy coming you got terrence j coming and countless others what is it about this invest fest that's going to really be able to to be impactful why bring the invest fest to the people now at this particular point in space yeah, we got a, a bunch of other surprises <laughs> that we haven't announced yet. Uh oh, either. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, InvestFest is going to be a vibe. But I mean, I feel like, you know, like you said, it's festival season. 
Um, but when you think about festivals, you always think about musical festivals, whether we was at the Roots Picnic, you know, whether Made in America, Coachella, all of these uh, great, you know, musical festivals. Um, but there was never a festival that was around business. It's like there's like conferences and things of that nature. So it's like, how do we take the best elements of festival feel, festival weekend, but make it in round business? So, you know, we have all these different people come in. We have vendors, kind of like how Essence has that, you know, vendor marketplace. We got a vendor marketplace for small businesses to sell their product. We got, you know, musical performances, VIP night, um, experiences, um, you know, food trucks, after parties, just a whole, we wanted to make a whole vibe, but center it around the, the core tenets of what we've built the platform on, which is business and investing. So it's like, you know, you can come and just have a great experience, network, meet people, have fun, get entertained, party, but also be educated and learn and leave with some jewels and leave with some contacts. Also, it's going to be a great networking tool. So it was just like, why not? And, you know, the idea Invest Fest just, you know, seemed like a, a great name. Um, so that was just like, you know, perfect for that. And it's just a way just to leverage a lot of, a lot of our relationships. So like, you know, shout out to Rick Ross, shout out to TI, shout out to all those guys who's just going to come and, and they're going to be part of Invest Fest also. But like you said, you got the 19 keys of the world, got Wall Street Trapper, got Ian Dunlap of the world. Then you got, you know, guys like Dan Cathy, who people might not be familiar with, but the billionaire CEO, uh, former CEO of Chick-fil-A, right? So like real high level business people. Then you got Steve Harvey. So it's like, you know, how do you mix all this entertainment, social media, business, finance? How do you mix it all together and put it in a blender? And that's something that, you know, we kind of built Earn Your Leisure on anyway. Like that has always been the core principles of what we, what we stood for was, you know, we blend everything together with the fashion, with the music with the sports because that's just who we are as people like it's not like we didn't we didn't like grow up just on business and you know went to harvard business school our whole lives like you know we 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 had to learn business but we didn't have to learn culture because we are the culture so you know now it's just a way to just to blend all of that together which that's easy for us because like i said that's something that we've just been doing that the whole our whole lives so now we just get to have fun with it and uh but more importantly get to just have a greater impact when you talk about like ten thousand people um, coming together to learn about financial literacy and investing and most of it you know black and brown people that's powerful in a city like atlanta which is you know the mecca of black yeah. you got this on right now atl is culture so atlanta is the mecca of of black business and black culture period right now in the in the world it's it's one of the the, the capitals of of black excellence mm -hmm. so we felt like that was just a perfect place to do it and um yeah we're looking forward to it august 5th through the 7th we got vip experience we got it's gonna be a vibe so i'm i'm, I'm excited and uh i can't wait to see everybody down there for nick, sure nick you gotta make sure you're there you gotta man, make sure I, you're there I, i'm coming man I, like i said man i've been searching priceline and everywhere else man to get these airline tickets popping man so i'm definitely yeah. it's august 5th through the 7th for more information make sure you check out investfest.com get your tickets before they are gone they got vip experiences general experiences you definitely don't want to miss it. Investfest.com in Atlanta, Georgia, August 5th through the 7th. Man, I am going to be there. All right, you guys, make sure you stick around because you don't want to miss out who they have next coming up on their show, as well as more information on Investfest and why Steve Harvey is so influential to them and what he represents. All that and more coming up on the other side of the break. You're checking out TMA with Nick Hamilton right here on SiriusXM, Slam Radio 145. Keep it locked. This is SiriusXM 145 Slam Radio. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You give that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can. And the word don't is the word do. And the word won't is the word one. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know, you know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger, because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, wow, con terrible. You know, this is what it's all about. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. 
couldn't wait for it. Running out of pain storage. We was made for it. Now we get it paid for it. All right, everybody. Final segment of the show here on TMA with Nick Hamilton on Sirius XM Slam Radio 145. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram at Nick Hamilton LA and check us out at nightcastmedia.com. Your gateway to sports, pop culture, entertainment, community, tech, all rolled into one. That's nightcastmedia.com. All right. Now. Let's make sure you stick around your radios because we have the final installment of our conversation with Earn Your Leisure podcast, Rashad Bilal, Troy Billings. Check it out. I feel like Earn Your Leisure is like a, a great pot of gumbo, right? You guys just mix every walk of life, every entity. You guys put it together. The one thing I notice about you all, as far as the guest list goes, you guys have, some, have had some great guests. But the one guest to me that stood out was Steve Harvey because you guys brought him back twice relatively quickly. So what was it about Steve Harvey that you all that, that you felt there was a time to bring him back and then talk about different aspects of not only his lifestyle, but then the financial ups and downs that he experienced that you feel like people would resonate with and be able to, to learn something from? Yeah, I mean, Steve Harvey, that the, the process of, of having him on was like a two year process. And so most people don't realize that they just see the end result of it. Um, but we would we were trying because we understand his impact on our culture, right? Like he's a generational mm -hmm. talent in the sense of, you know, my kids know him. This my son is eight years old, but he knows him for Family Feud. But I grew up on him being Steve Harvey show and watching him at the Apollo, and so he's cross generational in that sense. And he's had ups and downs, ups and downs in his career. Um, but I, we hadn't heard the stories. Like we kind of read some articles, but he never got a full chance to explain the story. And so. When he got an opportunity to do that, I mean, it was just, we knew it. Once we finished it, like, this is going to be one of those special ones. And um, we had a great conversation with him prior to the interview and after. And what came from that was, like, just a commonality. He loved what we were doing. Obviously, we admired his work. And he was like, look, if you guys are anything in business that y'all are involved in, I would love to be involved in it. And it just made perfect mm -hmm. sense for us. Like, this is a guy who can mentor us as far as, you know, in business, right? Because he's had some trials and tribulations, but he's overcame them. And um, he's looking forward to the future from a global expansion. And that's something that we were doing. We were like looking like, hey, how do we spread our brand across the world? And that's something that he, he's kind of mastered, especially in Africa, um, where everything he has going on there. And so it was like a perfect match. Um, and so we brought him back because, you know, obviously he became a partner with us in InvestFest. And um, we just wanted to spread the word um, that, you know, number one, that we can do business together as black men, but also look at what two brands can do when they come together to spread a global message um and so it's been a great relationship thus far and i see it i mean i can't give you everything but there's there's more to come <laughs> oh, i'm looking forward to i think everybody's looking definitely looking forward to that yeah. is there anybody else that you all want to talk to that you have yet to talk to i know I, i'm sure the list is long but anybody in the near future or specifically that you would say hey man these these are the people that we want to sit down with and kind of pick their brains on some things and and be able to put that out yeah for sure i think um i mean of course jay-z you know that's somebody that's been a, a a favorite of ours for a long time people like nas lebron james but then also you know people like elon musk people mm -hmm. like jeff bezos you know i feel like that would be legendary conversations across the board so we always aim for the highest level um so that's just a few people for sure kanye west kanye yeah 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 definitely yeah. yeah there's there's a list there's a list of i think eight black billionaires and so we're just gonna cross everyone off whether it be rihanna like you said yay um robert not robert smith, um not robert smith who we, we we have a relationship with him um tyler perry is another one so 
you know, I mean, Robert Smith too, though. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, yeah. I said we got. We got to have him. But we're just going to cross off as many as we can, um, because we know what it, it is to see us, right? Mm-hmm. Like as soon as we see us, it gives us inspiration to try to be it. Um, and so we want to give people the opportunity to see us through a different lens, right? When we went to Africa, it was very intentional. Like the goal was to like, hey, let's interview Enrico Dangote, who's the wealthiest black person on the planet. Many people probably not familiar with him, but you know, I feel like if we can give the narrative and paint the picture of how beautiful Africa is, and this is some of the wealthiest people in the world that come from here, you know, we could we can change the outlook for a continent from our community. So, you know, just to exploring as many avenues and highlight as many people as we can to inspire as many people as we can. Yeah, I, I definitely learned a lot of a lot of different aspects from people through you all because I was exposed for, to the from those people uh, as far as their journey and their story through you all. So I definitely appreciate you guys for doing that. There's one person I will say I hope you guys have an opportunity to interview, and that's Dr. Dre. Ah, yeah, Dre, of course, of course. I, I can't wait to see that interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be glued. <laughs> We're getting closer. We're getting closer, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll that. We are getting closer. Oprah as well. Oprah as well. Ooh, that's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Well, let me, I'm going to do a couple rapid fire questions real quick before I let you guys get on out of here. Now, I got to ask if you guys were on an island and you only had three, you know, CDs, albums, whatever you want to call it, to listen to and three movies to watch. What would they be? I'm going to start with Troy and I'm going to go over to Rashad. So Rashad's kind of off the high seat a little bit. All right, that's easy. <laughs> three albums. Uh, three albums Nas, and three movies. Nas, Illmatic, uh, Usher, Confessions, and probably Biggie's Life After Death. And three movies, uh, House Party, uh, Casino, and I want to say Goodfellas, but I, I already okay. got my casino. But uh, we'll, we'll say Goodfellas for now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, definitely for the for the albums, I gotta go with Victory Lap. Rest in peace to Nip. Um, it was written by Nas, and um, I definitely Confessions is definitely one of my favorites. But he said Confessions, so I go, I go with, um, I go with Jay. I throw some Jay in there and go with Reasonable Doubt. And then for the movies, Clockers, <laughs> definitely one of my favorite Yo, Nick, the better time. question would have been for me to name. Okay, keep going. Clockers, um, Usual Suspects, Ooh. for sure. Ooh. Definitely one of my favorites of all time. And I would I would say Casino, but like I said, he already said Casino. That's definitely one of my favorite movies of all time also. But um, I throw a Denzel movie in there, uh, and uh, I, go with, I go with Malcolm X. Ooh. That's very mm-hmm. impactful, very important movie for sure. Yo, I, I would I would have guessed like if you asked me what movie he's bringing, I definitely would have said Clockers. <laughs> wow. Clockers is classic. No, he the I only guy that has it in this top five. Everything. <laughs> Shout out to Spike Lee. That's another person we got to talk to. Fact, fact. Oh, Clockers. facts. Yeah, Spike. Spike is that OG dude for sure. Yeah, definitely. For sure. For sure. Now, uh, I gotta also ask you. Uh, is there anybody that you guys are looking at? I know you talk about 19 Keys, you talk about Wall Street Trapper, but is there anybody else that's on your radar that said you that you want to bring into the Earn Your Leisure Media family? Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. We definitely want to bring um, a female in. Um, nobody in particular, per se, right now, but uh, it would be dope to kind of balance it out because everybody that's on, I mean, shout out to Kiana Watson. 
but she's on with MG the Mortgage Guy. They have a show called Rants and Gems. Mm-hmm. They, they they co-host, but we don't have any like solo show for a female. Mm-hmm. So I think that that would be dope to get that feminine energy. Um, and it doesn't have to be about business. It could be about a variety of different things. So um, I think that that would be something that we definitely would be interested in for sure. That's, that's how it is. Female solo or even female duo, um, just to balance the, the, the network out. Yeah, that would be dope. Now, give me your top three kicks you must have when, when oh. traveling. You got to have your top three kicks, man. <laughs> He's going first? I'll let Rashad go first this time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, it's, it's you know, I, I wear Pumas pretty much all the time the gv specifically so that's like kind of like how air force ones are I look at them like that like you know it's classic okay. very clean sneakers and then um you know i wear a brand called goodman shoes a lot they're like uh they're like dress up sneakers kind of you okay. get them from like like nordstrom's or neiman Marcus and stuff like that so those are all and they're like real clean and i wear those at like nighttime a lot so i would say that and then uh flip-flops <laughs> for me, I wear flip-flops a lot. I'm wearing flip-flops right now, especially when it's hot. Um, you know, wear the flip-flops a lot. A variety of different type of flip-flops, Nike, Adidas, Gucci, whatever. Um, but you always got to keep a pair of flip-flops at all time. Yeah. So is it is the top three that we travel with or top three all time? Top three, whatever whatever you want to do. All right, so he did. I'll, I'll do my top three all time. Um, my number one is the Concord Jordan 11. I don't travel with it too much just because I've had issues with people taking things out of my luggage. <laughs> so I got I got two or three of those. Um the Air Max 95 is in my is in my top five. And then uh Bo Jackson, the the SC trainer, um the, the Auburn edition, the, the that orange and blue is just it just it's just special when the sun hits it. So those are definitely top three. Uh on my yeah, those are top three. And then the, I guess like kind of honorable mention to, to Jordan three, any color. Okay, yeah, I, I I I feel Rashad on the flip flops, man, because that's 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 the that's a must have. And I feel you on the Concord, because I'm nervous when I take my Concords on the road, because I, I I really pray and put some put some sage on the luggage, hoping that nobody gets into it. So I feel you on that. Yeah, the the rule is that so I my, I just carry my book bag now. So everywhere we got, they like I packed at least five pairs of sneakers. Uh, if any city, I'm always like conscious, like did I wear these in this city before? And so I, I got to make sure that. <laughs> that in every city getting a new flavor. Absolutely. Last thing before I let you guys get on out of here, man. Earn Your Leisure has definitely been impactful to, to the ump degree and continues to be impactful. And I just want to say congratulations to you both. And thank you both for having the fortitude and the willingness to be able to share information, not only from YouTube, but be able to branch out and allow others to share their stories and, and, be, and, and allow us in the media, in the audience to be inspired by what you all do. So I just want to give you all your flowers while I can and say thank you for what you're doing and continuing to do. Uh, definitely looking forward to InvestFest and looking forward to even more content that you guys are continuing to put out to help us in our journey towards financial freedom. Assets over liabilities. I love the t-shirt. What do you want people to know about assets over liabilities? I think everything in life can be classified as an asset or a liability, whether it's people, whether it's actual, you know, physical things, whether it's thoughts. So the key is just to always have more assets than liabilities. So that's why it's assets over liabilities. And that's, you know, of course, in the finance world, but also just in general. Like I said, it's like a person could be a liability or a person could be an asset to you. So always try to have more assets than liabilities um, because 
ultimately, if you don't, then that's when you're going to be upside down. So that's something that, you know, is kind of a play on words and um, has become very, very popular. But part of pop culture at this point, everybody tells some form of fashion. They, they, they reference assets over liabilities a lot. So, um, yeah, I mean, of course, like I said, from a finance standpoint, you want to make sure that you have real estate stocks crypto different things of that nature where there's the assets that will appreciate over the course of time and less liabilities like you know just clothes or uh, you know things of that nature where it's not going to really appreciate over time it's just going to go down in value but um also take an inventory of your life and see if your friends are assets if they're adding to you if they're giving you information if they're keeping you positive or if they're liabilities if they're you know subtracting from you if they're you know draining and they're only talking about gossip relationships the same way right so everything has to be an asset so assets over liabilities in all facets of life hey man well said really quick mental health we always talk about mental health and stability how does troy and rashad detach decompress and recharge their batteries and get get off the grid so you guys can be at your best in your a games especially you guys you know being family men and whatnot uh it's tough it's tough, but, um, you know, I, I've kind of come up with a, a system that works for me. Um, obviously, having a wife and two kids, you know, they, they need time. My wife needs her husband and my kids need their father. Um, and so just, just carving out time, um, especially, you know, when we're home because we travel a lot. Um, being Not only just being there, but being present is something that I, I really focus on. And that's, you know, being involved in everything that got going on when I'm here. Um, and making sure that they have my full and undivided attention, um, which, is, which is tough because there's always something happening. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, I know after a certain time that I, I don't look at my phone, I try not to, unless he calls me, then I know something serious. So, you know, like I, I try to do that and it, it, it allows me to, to be involved and be engaged. Um, and that's something like when I was saying about balance, like I know he's, he's on social media and that's kind of something that he's great at. Um, and so I don't have to be great at that. And so it allows me to, to, to kind of like every now and then or a few hours out of the day, just be focused on family. Um, and kind of trying to work on balance. I know it's tough to have balance, um, but it's, it's been working for me thus far. And having a strong system, like I have a, a strong support system. My wife is incredible. Um, and so, you know, she makes sure that, you know, this thing's playing when I'm here and things are playing when I'm not. And, you know, try to include my, my family in it as well. Obviously I have nieces and nephews and brothers, you know, that are like, hey, we, that guy's not around as much. And so anytime that, you know, we can organize something that everybody can be involved in, they make sure that I'm there. Yeah, I think, you know, just trying to spend as much time with family as possible. I have a son, so go to his basketball games on the weekend, spend time with him. And, uh, yeah, just try to just, you know, keep your eyes on the prize and realize that there's always something else to do. So never get too high, never get too low. Just try to stay even keel and just keep working. Hey, again, I appreciate you both for your time and your, and your information. Greatly appreciate it. Troy Millings, Rashad Bilal, they are known as Earn Your Leisure Show, Earn Your Leisure Podcast, and Earn Your Leisure Media. Definitely thank you, gentlemen, so much for to tapping in with me. I really appreciate it. Please let everyone know where they continue to keep up with you and find you on social media. Yeah, thank you for having us. Appreciate it. Earn Your Leisure across all social media platforms, YouTube, and um, yeah, go to investfest.com if you want to get tickets to InvestFest, August 5th through 7th in Atlanta. EYLUniversity.com has all the information for our online educational platform. So thank you for having us, brother. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. That concludes our show and our broadcast for this week. I'd like to thank our special guest, the Earn Your Leisure host, 
Troy Millings, Rashard Bilal, and I hope all of you enjoyed it as well. If you want to view the entire episode, make sure you go check out youtube.com slash TV. And also, I hope you enjoyed it all and got something out of it. And we also are available on all streaming platforms in case you miss any portion of the broadcast. iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, all for free 99. I also like to thank my producer extraordinaire, engineer to the stars, Jake Warner, aka Big Brother Jake, and everybody at SiriusXM, everybody at Nightcast Media, and Slam Radio. Until next week, stay sharp. Take care. We in the wind like paper planes, y'all. The views and opinions expressed on TMA with Nick Hamilton, Extra Dose, are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.